Yo, 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 yo. No! This is Murder Moose. I am Rod. Hey, Rod. And my buddy. Hi, Josh. What's up? How's it going today, Rod? Hey, Rod. Hey. It's fucking Murder Moose time. Wow. Josh, I think I think you may have had too much sugar tonight. No. Or either that or I just napped. The, 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 the wife button nap as as made you like like a rambunctious six-year-old hey man it's the best pillow ever i mean booty is a good pillow i'm not gonna fight you on that and you're a good pillow josh we are part of the slashing cast podcast network what but seriously what what dude we got some we got some sweet fucking podcasts that were joining the the, the gigs here so that's pretty dope yeah buddy um, but how are you doing, my dude? Besides sleeping on your wife's booty, are you doing good? Hell yeah, man. How are you doing, Rod? Man, it's Tuesday, and I'm already done for the week. I mean, not like I still have to go to work the next two days, but I'm already done for the week mentally. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, that's I think my wife too. Actually, she today was talking about something. She's like, yeah, that's in two days, and I was like, what? No, that's on Sunday, isn't it? And she's like, yeah, in two days. I was like, it's Tuesday. She's like. <laughs> it's it's so i like i've talked about it here but i work four days five days four days five days four days five days and so it's always that like when i have two days left after it where i start going oh, it's like either wednesday or tuesday so today is tuesday and i only work till thursday and i'm like yeah i'm done with this shit i yeah, it's been it's been a thing, man. I uh, work's been a pain. I bet I got to go back to the office tomorrow. Um, I can't not suck at Sekiro on my stream. Um, <laughs> hey, so whatever. Lots just, of, uh, just remember to chop the dicks. And you, I'm trying to. Ch- that's all you have to remember I'm, to do, man. And I'm you'll I'm be, trying. You'll do so much better. But I don't know. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying to chop those dicks, Josh. It's like the strategy in life where I go to like I go meditate, and I go must chop the dicks, and I'm like I just picture you, and I like a floating like vision of Josh appears before me, where it's like young young Padawan, hey, you must chop the dicks the if sensei. you wish to succeed. You are the sensei of dick chopping. Yep. I don't know. I don't know what uh, that that such a thing. I didn't know it such a thing existed before this podcast. But Josh has become the sensei of dick chopping. <laughs> hey, if I'm going to be a sensei of anything, I'm glad it's that. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. There's much worse things you could be the sensei of, right? I guess. Wax on. Wax on. Dick on, dick off, I think is, is what you're really referring to. Because it's on, and then you chop it off, and then it's off. So, yep. Yep, Josh. Yep. Hey, we were going to do um, something... Wait, I think we talked about it in the last one. At the end, you're like, oh, we might not do it. And we ended up not doing it. And I'm, yeah. Because I don't want to do something and talk about something on here if one or both of us is going to shit all over it. And it's just a, 
I just, it's not necessary. We have enough options and everything that we can go. And it's not fair to like, I mean, maybe it is fair, but, um, I, I watched the thing and I had fun with it, but as a filmmaker, Josh didn't like, there were problems with it in his head and that's fine. Like I, I, if, if, Josh, I asked him if he didn't want to do it, and he gave me iffy Britney Spears, and so I was like, oh, I guess we're, we can't do it. And so we picked another dope no, movie that Josh- No, you asked if I was going to shit all over it, and I was like, I, like, I feel like that movie would have been- The problem was, like, it wasn't like the slasher slasherlet party that was just, like, infuriating. That movie wasn't infuriating. It was, like- It had a lot of the same it was, issues, though. Like, a lot. Honestly- I, I, Slasherette was easier for me to get through than that one. One hundred percent. Like I hated yeah. Slasherette, but I could get through it because it had boobs at least, and <laughs> yeah. there was like one or two characters that I at least liked in that one. This one, there was one, and everyone else could have died, and they pretty much did. I don't know. We're talking about it anyway. Look at that. Yeah, I know. I know. We're, we're not going to get into it too much. I laughed during this one, Dude, though. Like, yes, I, had, sure. I had fun with it, which was... I. Again, it's that thing we talk about. It, making movies is hard, and these the, the guys who made... The people that made this movie, there were a lot of bad actors, but yes. like they, you could tell they enjoyed it, and that they were... like There was stuff, and there was one character, like you said, that the actor had a lot of charisma, and... Uh, For sure. So... But yeah, and and, and all the good lines, but everyone else yep. or everything else, I don't know. Like for me, uh, when it comes to filmmaking in general, if the lighting is bad, the whole movie yeah. is bad, and there was just harsh shadows the entire time. That yeah. I was just like, uh, and then the camera was just kind of thrown at the characters, and I've seen that done so many times. Like I said yeah. before, in like the forty-eight hour film challenge setting, with a whole bunch of other like, uh, um, like very beginner filmmakers and stuff but i again like with all that said i want to commend people that go out and make full-length features because i still haven't done that shit and like that is got to be super hard to get that many people the funding and all that stuff down and get a whole thing so like i commend them for getting a whole fucking movie done but with those huge issues and then i i i added you on instagram with like there was no composition whatsoever in any shot and i'm like i look for that stuff because it's the art of filmmaking to me and when it's just like hey it's like a weekend project film almost and it's like i i don't have fun watching those ones because uh, you know there's no attention to the details and the details are what make me love movies yeah, I I think that there was some other like I there I liked a couple more characters than you did, but like that and uh, the other thing that, that I thought was pretty okay was the the score was okay. It wasn't great, but it was okay. Um, but yeah, it was. I I commend them. Like I don't I don't know what the the, the stuff. We're not mentioning names or anything, but like the stuff that you're you know pointing out doesn't affect me as much because I'm not a filmmaker, so it, it, it's okay that like it's uh it's something that you yeah you can point out and and that's fine and we we have something dope to talk about which does have its own problems by the way but but i want to hear the problems of this one because like in one night going from like uh to this i was like 
fuck yes because I, I was stoked to see it and well, just the like the one thing that i'll tell you already like it's it's a pretty thing that i've mentioned before this has cgi gore blood effects that I hate uh, I hate okay. CGI blood and gore, and this you know movie what I gotta commend about the other movie used real squibs in the, yeah that I, dude that first yeah. that first kill where she slits her throat was one of the gnarliest yeah. throat slashes I've ever yeah, seen in a movie really I was good. like but like that was like when the the old lady yeah. got shot in the back those were real squibs I was like yeah holy shit like this is you know it had uh it had some like redeemable qualities to the movie for sure but then yeah of course we go from that to a shutter movie because <laughs> we're obsessed yeah. with shutter movies oh, it, oh dude it's this movie i watched it like uh, a while back because uh dead in santa carla had uh one of the characters from the movie on it uh who's a stunt worker but he played the uh he played the devil character oh sick the and yeah and so he's done that and, and i told you he was the uh he played the the sackhead in the second Strangers movie, nice. the uh, Pray at Night. So it's the same actor who actually follows me on Twitter. I'm so cool. I mean, not really, but. Um, but yeah. So uh, yeah, we're talking about the, the 19 or 19, 2019 uh, movie Haunt, which it's another Shutter exclusive at this point. I don't know what to call it. Is you call it that a Shutter exclusive? Uh,. Well, not anymore because it's not even on Shutter anymore, is it? Yeah, it, yeah, it is. Oh, it is. That's where I watched it. Yep. Oh, okay. Well, yes, that's where I watched it too. What am I talking about? Frick, I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> the um, you know, it it's funny. So this movie, the only the, like the best comparison in movies that I have to say that I can compare this to is Hell House. Have you seen Hell House? No. Uh, I was gonna say that it reminded me a lot of the first Escape Room as well, because there's a new Escape I've never Room seen that. out yeah. right now in theaters. But it yeah. had uh, Escape Room esque things, it, and it, there was actually an Escape Room at the end of the maze and yeah. all that stuff as well. But like, the reason why this movie works so well is the writing. In, in comparison, yeah. like. It's apples and fucking oranges, like yeah. the two movies we watched. But then, uh, looking into it, the writers of A Quiet Place one and two, they understand characters and drawing out, uh, just yeah. like small scenes and making yeah. you terrified because it's the unknown. They know that they're they have we they have the unknown at their disposal, and every yeah. corner that. Uh, we turn as an audience in this is we're these characters as well. So they play off of that, the horror of they think they're in a normal haunt and like the unraveling of each thing was so well done. And yeah. the, there were so many things done so fucking well in this movie that I, I understand why the audience scores a hundred percent on this. Uh, movie as well because yeah. it is it's a crowd pleaser for sure like there's it understands that it's a horror movie and ramps up the horrific stuff when it needs to but it also yep. leaves you with the characters to develop the characters a little bit more as well and the writing is so good that each and every single character in this movie 
I loved. I like going from a movie where I liked one character and fucking hated everyone else. I loved everyone in this movie, like uh, all the protagonists in this movie, rather. But then I, I also I mean, loved all the like antagonists for like the re- the reveals where you you're scared of their like anonymous face, but then yeah. the reveal of their actual self is ten times scarier. I loved yeah. that. It had. Uh, it had uh, stuff from like. Th- did you ever see the movie Final Girls? No, I haven't. I we got to do that I, I can, on this show because yeah. that is such a good movie as well. But then it 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 has that as well. So there's like there's so many. It it felt almost like three different genres of horror put into one, perfectly meshed it all together, made good characters. Yeah. This was fucking fantastic. I'm so happy that I wanted to check this out too and yeah. had it on the list cuz it, it's a, damn it's a weird a movie. it's it's a weird film because it's it's a slasher kind of um but it's because it has that chasing element right where these like mass characters are chasing characters around but a lot of it is more of just like something like cube or something right where it's like I I still have never seen the movie Cube, unfortunately. You know, you could come after me for that. But you get this environment where it's almost like torture porny because you have yeah. this thing where you don't know what's happening or what's causing this stuff to happen. And uh, it's very, very... Uh, it doesn't just throw the whole plot at you right away, right? Like, you have these kids. And they, they do, the, they do a, a good job of just diving in and setting up these characters. Like, you were talking about, like... Your main character is right away. You you te- they show you that this character has a douchebag boyfriend who beats the shit out of her. Um, the like rocky her past, the and it makes you really feel for the character, like empathy yeah. upon empathy, not just yeah. oh they're here and they're whatever, and I saw them in school, so you know I can relate to them because I went to school too or something. You know, it gives you yeah. actual reason to care for these characters and want them to get out of this because they've already had a shitty life type thing. Right. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's like the, like the douchey character who is the one who drives him there and who's like, he like, he, he is a ride share guy and he tries to charge them while they're going (laughs) like, you fucking asshole. Like after he suggested they go there, um, you're like this piece of crap. And he was like, that guy who you like, you introduced to him like at this party and you're like, he's like, throwing like fucking uh like drinks around the room and shit like that and you're like oh this guy is a fucking douchebag and that's like just from like the fucking get-go you're like as soon as you're introduced to these characters you're like man these guys are uh they're not like they're all very like they're not like the most in-depth characters ever right but like they're fleshed out enough like you said that you care about them yeah um and it's it's cut we're coming up i mean it's getting towards the end of august already which means we're coming up to like real like halloween season coming up and which means like this is something that you could like think about and it's like a horrifying concept because it's these characters are just going around and they find this flyer to go to this place and uh they go into this haunted house which is seems it i don't know man i i don't know about you but if you're driving down the road and all of a sudden a light like a uh, a light up sign for a place shows up like turns on while you're sitting there i don't think i'm going into that that like that haunted house man i don't I, like i don't know about you because it's like 
that seems a little too like it reminds me of things like house of a thousand corpses or like you know even yeah you, like you're you're stuff that you're like okay this is an off-the-road attraction which has a shady at best way of getting you to come into it right um uh the i i think that like the 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 best characters in the movie, the main character, uh, who is what's her? Let me see all these names. It's a uh, Katie Stevens plays uh, Harper. Yeah. And then her her roommate is like Laura Alyssa McLean plays Bailey. Those two are the best characters. Oh and yeah. Also Nathan, 100%. Nathan is the man that the like the third guy, um, who kind of comes along. Uh, he's awesome too, but like the Angela character is played by a Sh- Shazi Raja. And she's good, but like she gets less development than the other ones. And uh, well, those the, the top the, three are the only one. Like you're rooting, you're rooting for enough. Yeah. And they they're getting uh, like knocked off one by one by one, like pretty quickly at the beginning. Yeah. And but like when they first come into the haunt and they sign the waivers and do all the stuff, and it seems legit, and then yeah. it goes to that first setup where the witch character comes out and brands that chick's face. And then it, it's all set yeah. up to look like a, a ruse. And like, it was just kind of pretty gnarly, but like, it's still fake. Yeah. Like we're just ramping it up and this is going to be a crazy experience for you guys. That yeah. is so well done because you know, as an audience that, holy shit, this is real. Fuck, what am, what are we in for? Like, cause that yeah. was pretty crazy, like setup for yeah. it. And like the characters are still like, oh wow, yo, yo. Like that's that those little things were I don't know, that's that's what made me love this movie so much more is because yeah. it, it lets you in as an audience before the characters and when you know something the characters don't, it's it's always like, oh and then they it, it kind of catches up and then Again, yeah, it, they, yeah. Well, I mean, because you know, you're going into this movie and it's obviously a horror movie, <laughs> like, you know, like, you know, that you know, it's rated R, you know, it's on Shutter, you know, it's a horror movie, right? Like, you sit there and you go, Well, either this is starting off pretty gnarly, like you said, this, like, this fake burn scare for him, um, or this is fucked up and these guys just don't realize it because they just like, oh, we're, you know, silly, innocent, you know, teenagers or early 20s who don't, you know, they're just kind of going with it, right? So, yeah, it's, it goes in and you get introduced to these characters who, they do something else that I like a lot where they really don't talk for the, like, early portions of the movie. They're like the workers of this thing, which I think is pretty accurate for, like, One of these. I don't think I've ever actually gone through a haunted house my entire life. They're huge in Calgary. Like, there's a few different um, companies that like go all all out, and there's like full on like haunted like a whole bunch of different haunted houses in like an area, or uh, like it's a traveling freaking crazy show. Yeah, it's sweet, man. Like haunts are super super massive in calgary so like it 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 made me like this movie even more because i've been through so many and like this is like times 10 like yeah you know like they all have that first fucking scare that skeleton that flies out at you like the animatronic shit like that like they all have stuff like that in it so that's the like lame scare 
in this movie. Yeah. And that's what I love about it because it sets it up like you're actually in a real haunt and then the rest yeah. of the shit is just like ramped up to fucking 11, which is awesome. Yeah. They they slowly, slowly introduce things to this movie, right? Like you're talking about it, like they have uh, some of the characters going through and they start like having uh, spiders chucked on them, but they're like plastic spiders and they, they like, they've somehow like left a receipt around so they see the receipt for like Party City or something yeah. like that. Um, and, uh, but then you start seeing like, you start seeing like a little pieces of it and you're like, they're like real spiders, like big fucking spiders. Oh, and they're yeah. like tarantulas, but they're pretty fucking big spiders running around this. And, uh, like you have things like, uh, you get so far in and they have, uh, the characters get split up, which is another wise decision because like, if you have like all six of these, there's like five of these, whatever, five characters, and you put them all in together, it makes it less scary because you have five people together, right? When you have two groups and like you cut off and or like like remove one from one of the groups, so you really two groups of two, it makes it so like you these characters feel way more isolated and feel way more like alone, which is something that works really well right um and it gets in and you get like this they do a lot with this movie like not all these masks in this like movie are very they're pretty simple right you have like a clown mask a devil mask um a witch mask and like another one's like it's kind of like a scream mask like a like a yeah, little kid made like a, a scream mask looking yeah yeah, with like ye- yellow cheeks. It kind of reminds much. me of the mask from Scream Two in, uh, like, where they're doing the the play, or was that Scream Three? Yeah, yeah Scream Two, where they're in the university two, yeah. and they, yeah, those other masks that they wear. It kind of reminds yeah. me of that, but like, more like the white. Greek, yeah, the Greek tragedy mask. Mm-hmm. And it's funny, I, I you speak of that. I, I was watching some video on what culture horror over the weekend, and they were talking about like like 10 things in movie horror movies that once you saw, you wouldn't go back. And they were, uh, they're talking about how the, the different masks in the original saw, uh, like scream and how it like, they had to like kind of make a fake mask while they were making, uh, waiting for permission to get the, to use the, the real scream mask. And so you'll, you'll see it like it's in the opening scenes and some other scenes in the movie. Like I think maybe the scene with the, the principal, uh, in the in the office where he gets killed uh, as another one, but like it's funny when these things you point these things out that like I often I don't know about I don't think you're as much like this as me, but like stuff like that in movies like usually flies over my head unless I'm like really really like looking for it because I'm just so into the movie or and my ADHD those two factors often make me miss things like that. So it's interesting seeing like. In like little facts like that all over the place. Right? I love shit like uh, that though. Like anything that, because I'm obsessed with those movies anyway. So any knowledge like that always makes me just love those movies even more yeah. and wants me or makes me want to like rewatch them again. And I've rewatched the entire Scream series several times, and I will again and yeah. again. And I can't wait for the fifth one. I just to see what they're gonna do because like this is the first yeah. one like post in 10 years well no yeah. like but post Wes Craven not being yeah. with us anymore as well so like I hope it's a love letter as much as it's a reboot and stuff even yeah. though like it doesn't make sense that it's a reboot with the same fucking characters so I like I don't understand yeah. that part of it I either don't, it's 
I mean, it's the same as fucking Halloween 2018, dude. They're doing this simple thing where they're rebooting this movie. It's like just like Candyman. The new Candyman's right. coming out, and it's called just Candyman. Halloween, right. Scream, all those things. And so you're sitting there going, yeah, this is just kind of what we're doing now. And because you know what happens in Hollywood, dude? One of these companies gets away with something and successful with something, and it's we're at okay. how many times this has happened now? So this, this is, is a, another origin the- story of Scream again? And no, it's it's like a continuation. It's a sequel, but they're like rebooting. Like they're it's a new. I, from what I've gathered, is it's a reboot with new characters. Like the other old characters will be in it, but they're not. The oh, they're not primary. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So it's like Ghostbusters. Kinda, like, cause yeah. at the end of the trailer, he says we're closed, which I fucking love, and I think this yeah. is the. They're doing it right this time around. I hope. I. I I think yeah. the trailer looks great. I've heard other people aren't excited. I'm super excited. That's just that's one of my franchises. Like when I was a kid, it's freaking Ghostbusters. It looks like it's done right. Oh, it's like the torch has been passed down to his son, who is a, yeah. an amazing filmmaker and was on set as a kid for the originals. So he was the first person to see Ghostbusters outside of the actual Ghostbusters. Yeah. So like. I feel like it's in the right hands this time. And it was filmed like right down the street from my house. So, you know, just being in Calgary, knowing that all these characters and the franchises in town filming, the buzz was huge in Calgary. So like, it's like electrifying my love for movies and ghost bust. Fuck. Come on. So yeah, yeah. Ghost face in this was awesome, but 10 time scarier when that ghost face comes off because that was a yeah. gnarly like super yeah. gnarly face holy yeah. shit I, it, you know i like one of the things i really do like about this movie is that they have the they leave you with questions right they don't answer every question which is cool because they like you later on in the movie like towards like the third act you start knowing figuring out that these guys faces are all kinds of intentionally fucked up right like they like, they put like piercings, but they have like prosthetics under their skin oh, and yeah. like tattoos on their faces, and and some of the clown looks like his like nose is like like he pulled the skin off the end of it. Oh, and, and go, like what the fuck? Yeah, is there's it? like burning around to scar up his face, like the clown yeah. makeup, like uh, yeah, essentially like what they did in the Dark Knight with the cheeks and stuff, right? But yeah. all over his fucking yeah. face. Yeah, and then you don't ever get an explanation besides there's a character that goes like who looks human still, and he goes, "I didn't know they were gonna start killing people." And they just paid me they... to lure kids here. That's it. Well, he's he says that he goes he goes. They said if I killed someone, I would get my face. So it's like it's a uh, it's like a initiation, like a gang initiation, right? Where like it, again, this is why I'll t- it, it, so you've, if you've never seen Hell House, the the concept of Hell House is like. It's more like a bigger scale version of this kind of where these kids are going to a like a like universal like Halloween Horror Nights kind of thing. Right. Where they're like it's a big old amusement park with a whole bunch of, um, you know, houses like this. And a guy is stalking people and killing them. And you can't he gets away with it because no one knows he's doing it. It's the same kind of thing, but it's like a bigger scale than this. And it's got that same kind of feel where it's like. It's got that idea where like, hey, we're like, you know, hey, if we if you wanted to kill someone like in a big old setting like this, this would be the perfect place to do it. Right. Because 
there's all this gore and horror and all this shit everywhere and you go oh this would be perfect for this right yeah so yeah um but and it it has that movie i it, it I, the, haunt is a better movie but i think that movie is a lot of fun also and is worth watching it's not really this kind of podcast kind of thing but that movie's fun and like a good time um and so it has a lot of the same vibes but what i really really like uh with this is that yeah they they have this thing where they leave you they leave you like enough wandering and it like, cause that's one of the things that you have to appreciate in horror movies when they don't teach you everything and they don't tell you everything and they leave things out there to go. Why well, I wonder what this is happening. It's like, it's why the original Michael Myers is so fucking horrifying. Cause you have no idea why he's doing anything. Right. He, you have no, he's the shape. He just runs around killing people. Right. Doesn't, you don't have any idea why they're doing it. Why someone's running around killing people. And uh, you don't know what these guys either. And it's 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 always movies when they fucking release franchise when they try to explain things too much, like like Jason goes to hell or. But that's like, where you. That's like, where the good writing comes in. Like they know what they have, yeah. and that's what they did so right in the Quiet Place one and two. It was stuff yeah. happened in the first one, but we came into the story when it, we were supposed to, and they left yeah. out and didn't explain stuff because they're good fucking writers and they made it yep. bite size and like this just goes to show they understand the horror genre so well i can't wait yep. to see what this team and they directed this one as well so like i can't wait to see what this team does in horror moving forward i have like a whole new yeah. respect for these guys and i didn't even know they were a part of this until we started watching it i'm like fuck how did this go yeah. under my radar? And the the reason this even got put onto my radar is because someone I don't even know said, man, this is such an underrated fucking movie. Watch yeah. it now. And I was like, holy shit, what the fuck is this movie? So I'm, yeah. well, I'm happy that we are here talking about it because if someone else out there listening to this right now is in the same boat as me and doesn't know yeah. that this film exists, fucking watch this film. Seriously. Yeah. It's... Again, it's why Shudder is so good, man, because they curate these movies. And, like, we, we talked about, like, there are films, like, Skull wasn't great. The one we watched yeah. that was Brazilian, right? But it was entertaining, at least. It was, and it was, yeah. like, it was it was, it was a ride. And this is kind of, the Shudders never had a movie that they've, like, a Shudder exclusive. They're like, oh, my God, this is terrible. Yeah, totally. Right? And that means a lot. Um, the, the, when this movie really gets kicked in right like they have uh the 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 one character disappears that the what's her name um the is it yeah it's shaz it's angela gets like disappears in these they like the characters are set through these weird hallways right um some of the characters have to like crawl through an air duct um but and then one of them just never like reappears like gets lost in this what they think is a maze or something like that um so like they they like you're talking about they're picking characters off um and then this is like actually probably one of the freakier parts of the whole movie where they have to start putting their arms into the like the wall to like figure out how to get through man that shit fucking you're i love the aesthetic of that though like the the yeah the light wall with like uh, X-rays. The X-rays. Yeah. Looks yeah. so fucking cool. Just aesthetically. And again, I got to bring it up. The lighting in this was fantastic. Uh, yeah. The blocking in it was fantastic. Like just 
there's so many things done so well and just like it, it was it, it was just an easy like watch so easy to watch yep. yeah it's it's that uh when you have a horror movie that it, it's you go back and let, let's point out one of my least favorite horror movies of all the time in alien versus Res- or alien versus predator resurrection <laughs> where it is the darkest hardest to watch movie I've ever seen one of them right yeah and when you can't see things, it's like it makes the fucking experience miserable. I mean, miserable. And so you're sitting there going, well, I mean, we have a movie where... I felt that way in Black Panther, too. Like, there was a whole bunch of fight scenes in a cave. And, I like, I don't know if they didn't have the, the projector turned up enough, but I was just like, I can't really, like, see what's going on. I think a lot of that has to do with also... You, you, have, you start going into a weird... Uh, territory with pg-13 action movies where you're like you can't <laughs> i remember man i remember back in the day do you i think it was like, like clive owens uh king arthur movie that came out a long time ago yeah, like yeah. 20 25 years ago they should have just stopped m- there like all the other especially the newest king arthur no one asked for it and then no one went yeah. and si- saw it either so like it just went yeah. to show like just stop making them. but no one cares about king arthur the- anymore that's the stuff where you have that like that amount of action where like either you get dark action scenes or you do uh, one of my the thing I that will drive me cra- me personally crazier than almost anything in a movie besides being dark when you have action scenes or fight scenes and you're cutting every like two tenths of a second like which what those Resident Evil movies yeah. turned into in the end were mm. just way too many fucking cuts it just it just is a jarring experience right. Yeah. It's just so jarring, and uh, that's what I fucking hate when they do that kind of stuff. And this movie doesn't do that, and it's it's so impressive. Like you keep talking about, because you're in a you're in a like drab, dark environment, and it's so it's you're doing so well to make maintain that drab, dark environment that you could still see everything in, right? So it's it, like they you said, it's team impressive that that lit it super well. But like even in that scene right there, you go to the other characters that aren't right next to this huge, bright, amazing looking fuck. Like, cause light makes everything look so much better as you like. I I have an insane setup in my basement right now. He's looking at all the blue lights behind me and stuff, but they did that in this movie too. In that scene behind the, the other characters, the girls, there was like some orange light playing off of the blue light coming in and doing the, the color wheel thing. And I'm just like, I love yeah. it. It's so aesthetically pleasing, but it in the other movie, the the lighting wasn't. Yeah, you know, I I like there to be uh, other lights in the the scene that I don't know what the f- I I'm losing my words right that now. That are uh, that ma- that maintain there are a natural lighting for the setting, right? Like you're trying to talk about like you have ways to light the scene without it being like spotlights like going on things right you have yeah. things like natural lighting things like the environment and things like that the things that make it so like you're you get that feeling what you're talking about you're getting the uh oh this is natural and not just like a movie set right yeah. and that's which makes it way more terrifying especially in something like this right where you're like oh yeah you can't see anything um but you can see everything because that's how it was set up like the darkest scene of this movie is at the, towards the end where where she's going through that uh 
that like room with all the blades and shit and the motivated. where she steps on the nails motivated and all that stuff. Lighting. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. when it's motivated by something in the scene. So then you can add yeah. more light to it and it's actually motivated by something that is actually in the scene as well. So like there was no yeah. motivated lighting in that other movie. There was just Oh, we need more light on their face. Spotlight, harsh shadow behind yeah. them. And I'm just like, oh, man. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, but they, like I said, the only thing that like really not bothered me, but like it was like, eh, like is the it, they use CG blood in this movie. And like the first instance of it is really where you have the uh, the uh, the Bailey character sticks her arm. is like looking for like she loses uh Harper's mom's ring through one of these holes because it's part of her Halloween costume, and uh, and like she gets her arm cut, and like as she pulls it out, she's like, and you don't see anything, and then you see these CG cuts pop <laughs> down her arm, and I'm like, Ugh. and they they did it really quick, right? It yeah, wasn't yeah, a, yeah. like a, it wasn't a, like a long, but I'm like, uh, and then they had her covered up for the rest of the time, so you didn't ever see it again. I they. They had to like I I don't know why they didn't do something practical for that like they probably because they wanted that like it's I I don't know how I I feel about that and like that happens in movies a lot I think of it like things like uh Equilibrium where or like Underworld where like where she cuts off that the lead vampire's face at the end of Underworld and like he's just sitting there and then like. 30 seconds later, his face slides <laughs> off kind of thing. Like, you know, it's, it's you know the what I'm Resident Evil th- type thing yeah. where the cube yeah. comes and then the, I love that. Like, that was, like, yeah. done right where the eye leaks and it was, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. And then, it, like, his whole body slides down and stuff. Like, that was the first instance of that being done right. And every other instance pretty much after that was trying yeah. to do it and didn't succeed because Resident Evil did it yeah. best and everyone else was just copying it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's like the only thing, like the rest of the kills in this movie are pretty like, or gore and stuff. I is pretty loved it. Good. Like, especially yeah. the hammer scene, like, holy shit. Like yeah. that was gnarly. Yeah. Yeah. That is gnarly as fuck. You're like, what the fuck? And it's just, well, like, they do it. And, but then they come back. And then the gag yeah. is obviously set up, but I didn't know yeah. that they were going to go that gnar with the gag. And also the yeah. the devil gets a really good like uh, fork to the face to that one chick too, which the is the key. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. That like, <laughs> that one is like that one was awesome. That one that one looked like it was probably CG also because like when you pulled off the he pulled. That's the one thing I noticed with that scene. He fucking. It hits her with the like the uh, the the pitchfork. Yeah, it's a pitchfork, and like it looks, you go goes through her cheek really gnarly looking, and you're like, ugh. Yeah. And then like he pulls it out, and there's nothing on the Uh. the 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 pitchfork looks like really really clean, and it just that kind of was like. Oh, I didn't notice that because I was too busy looking at how like gnarly the chick's face was after, because like it moved her eye. And like bulged it and stuff. I thought oh, like it? Yeah. I, it, they did a really good job of it, like going in and like distorting her face. Because I was like, oh yeah. my god! Like, because again, like, yeah, I didn't know that this movie was gonna turn it up to eleven like they did, and I loved yeah. that they did because it. Yeah. The, it's when it comes to movies like this, it's just 
it's that like it's not torture porn but it's like the it's like a porn in where that's the the lead up to the eventual kill is yeah. what you're kind of waiting for in these ones it's, so like yeah yeah it's kind of like a, it's kind of like home alone but like with violent like more violence because it's like traps or saw or something like that right you're you're getting these things happening and you're like mixed with a slasher movie like i said it, the, the you can really call this a slasher movie. Oh just yeah, with the weird, weird things going on to it. Um, oh, and the sledgehammer. Uh, actually, now that I think back, like it. The, this movie. Sledgehammer. This movie does a really good job, also of like, because in movies they they we know as an audience that these guys are pretty fucked, but they do yeah. a really good job of giving those beacons of hope. For you yeah. as an audience, but also for the characters and like for you yeah. to almost believe it, that they might actually have hope to get out of this thing alive. And they do yeah. it in little pockets here, here and here so well. And again, that just goes down to knowing what you're doing, being self-aware of the horror genre and the tropes that you have at your disposal. And they use them all. I felt like they had like yeah. these salt and pepper shakers of like yeah. horror tropes from like every different genre of horror. Just like, ooh, we can use that trope. We can use this trope. Now we can use this trope. Yeah. But like it felt like, oh, nice little like seasoning. Yeah. And they did things like they fucked with you with those. Yeah, too. exactly. Like they have they have the the uh, worker who is like trying to help them. Yes. And loved who it. Isn't really trying loved to help. It. And then and then they have the one that actually is trying yes. to help them. And you like and it's like so they like you don't like believe the guy until he like he pulls his mask off and he doesn't look like a fucking <laughs> like a lunatic like the rest of them. Um, man, it's so they do those things. and You're just like, oh, OK. And they they. They also fuck with the they fuck with these characters really well because they uh they make them go back and like retrace their steps and like do everything you wouldn't want to do to get out of this place just because they're fucking with their heads so badly and like the the when they they're like trying to get out and they open that one door and it's just a brick wall because it said like emergency exit and you're just like that's when you oh, know that man. guy is is just fucking with them because he lets them go all the way to the exit that they yep. saw and then go, oh, yeah, I I didn't think there was an exit there. And then they're all like, wait a second. What the fuck are you doing? Like, yeah. I thought you were helping us. Like, uh oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then and then they just start throwing in clips of the other uh, other workers at the in the haunted house who are doing things like like throwing their cell phones into microwaves mm -hmm. like to do shit and which is fucking awesome because it's like you, they're just these guys obviously have just like done this shit that's kind of like what i got gathered from this right like this isn't the first been, time and this yeah, isn't the yeah. first halloween and this isn't the like they are fucking pros at this by this point yeah well this it's there's like you see what four characters like with fucked up faces right like including the the female character who doesn't have like much like whatever but you go how long have they been doing this because at the one point that i think the only like really the only lines the female like you know antagonist has is she's like oh you've made it further than anyone before you or something yeah. like that. And you're like oh yeah so they've been like they've been stuck around here doing this like for because this happens all on halloween right and so like Halloween haunted houses. You're like doing like these are 
most of October, these motherfuckers could have been killing bunches of people every night and then like not anyone that would ever know it. Like, because this place is in the middle of nowhere. They take their cell phones, but like the only thing that's a little bit unbelievable with that would be like, I, you would, I wonder how, like you, you would have sing, cell phones that got pinged up yeah, until yeah. like somewhere around that to like you know figure out that they had been in that area and then the, probably, there's definitely a whole loophole here and there with, you know, yeah. but again with with it's, it not being explained whatsoever, they could have just set yeah. this up. They could be setting it up in different areas every year. Yeah. Blah blah. blah yeah. You know, oh like, yeah. We could. I does. Yeah. Yeah. I was assuming that they set it up in different areas every year. Um. It's it's why I mean we keep we've seen how many horror movies even on this podcast alone where they go back to the eighties because cell phones like yeah. just shit on so many like things in horror movies they just go it's like that fucking uh it's like plot armor in a video game or a movie or something like you're like oh this this just gets you out of whatever situation you need to be because it's a cell phone so like it's it's why more and more movies go back and use that era because one because eighties was like the golden era of horror but like two it's uh it's pre-cell phones and that yeah it really especially all the movies that came out in the 80s if there was cell phones none of them would exist (laughs) yep yep it would be like hey uh jason Voorhees. oh like maybe nightmare on elm street but like jason Voorhees is running around like killing everyone that's why like i feel like all the the fan made uh like uh Jason Voorhees movies, Friday the 13th movies are always like, oh, there's no reception. Or, like, they always have to add li- lines like that or do that shit because it, like, <laughs> it just, like, isn't there, like, a crazy weird. good one called, like, Jason Lives or something? Or I don't remember. I was seeing clips or something, but I don't know, recently. I, I just watched Never Hike in the Snow, which was pretty decent. It was, uh, they had uh, Tommy Jarvis in it again, which, uh, like, he had been in the the other one, Never Hike Alone, and I think this was a prequel, which is why that all was like that. But, yeah. Um, but there's a lot of them, man. You go go look on YouTube for fan-made horror movies, like, for, for Friday the 13th and Halloween um, are the ones I see a lot of, and I, like... I don't know about the other ones. I don't. I, I assume there's probably uh, f- or like you know, uh, Texas Chainsaw ones and and also uh, maybe even Nightmare. But I don't know. I don't. Nightmare seems like a harder one to do as a fan made you know fan film, right? Like oh, yeah. <laughs> compared to the other ones because it's not set in the real world. Um, I uh, so the Jason the actual- Rising. That's the one. There's yeah, there's a lot of them, man. There's a whole ton. There's so many, yeah. And so yeah, it's it looks fucking gnarly though. Like it looks really yeah. well done. Yeah, I gotta I gotta watch it. I I think with those movies, which always what impresses me is when they actually get an actor to play Jason in them that is big, like yes. is a big motherfucker. Because I think Jason's a character is the same thing with Michael. You need a guy that's like. I think six three or six four is probably the starting area of what I would like with these motherfuckers. You know, just because you need imposing, right? And like, it's you not need them to take up a lot of space besides your other characters and be able to just yeah. make them look really freaking small and like yep. inconce- yeah, yeah, just like inconceivably small. Yeah, yeah exactly. 
Um, so like the these characters all get like start like getting picked off. Like Angela, who got lost earlier, they they drag her out in front of all these guys, and then they they fucking they take that poker from earlier and. Th- they don't burn her though. They just they just fucking ram this fucking thing through her forehead, and then they like like exit out, and you're like, wow, that went from like oh we're gonna burn this woman's cheek to like, just like impaling her forehead with this thing, um, which is again it's it's ramped that, up. Like, <laughs> yeah, well it, that is too, but they also do a good thing where they don't. I I like I feel like they. Uh, they do a better job when it goes on, like of not showing things, but also just implying things. It can because the special effects, like, like I talked about, the CG stuff, I don't like. And, yeah, yeah. But like, they did a good job of avoiding it most of the rest of this movie. Um, so you have all these characters are trying to get out, and they 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 get led around and jerked off by the guy with the the ghost mask. Um, <laughs> jerked off. Yeah. And what I like is he, he he that character does such a good job of he separates them even more right he gets the uh, he gets the the douchey guy the 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 human centipede and he c- cuts him off and like he, he that guy gets out of the place but like they they'd been going oh you want to see my face and like they kept telling him they wanted to see his face because they like this is all fucked up. And he finally shows him his face, but you don't. His face looked like probably I don't know. Was his, his face seemed like like it had been chewed off by like a zombie? Like right? Like a it white, was very like, like almost. I don't know. It was so creepy. I I wonder. You know what it seemed to me like is that guy was uh, the newest of them because like they hadn't gone in and done like tattoos and piercings on top of it like they were still working on this guy's face you know yeah like it was oh okay this guy's face is gonna be it it takes time because obviously you you're gonna cut parts of people's faces off and shit there's gonna be a uh a healing process right um yeah and what I like is they 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 that guy gets out and he's like what what's going on and then like they go back they don't show you do it but they show him like with the hammer in his head like the guy had, uh, like surprised him and like hit him in the head and killed him with a hammer and then what you talked about the gnarly fucking where he, you usually like think about one something like this like with a hammer where you put the uh the claw part of the hammer in the lower jaw and then like rip the lower jaw off yeah but they they stick it the other way and then like ripped his face ripped his, off. <laughs> yeah, like you took his face off, <laughs> and they, they just ripped. And that was probably the 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 gnarliest thing in this whole movie. Um, that's one of those yeah, like, like moments. Uh, <laughs> I did not expect that. To so good though. Holy yeah. shit! I I love yeah. I love when movies surprise me. Like full yeah. on, I was surprised. Didn't see that coming, and was pleasantly yeah. surprised that it was so well done as well. Because that yeah. was not a CG effect. That was a gag, practical face yeah. thing done so freaking well. I love it. Yeah, they do a good job of like like using camera angles and yeah. like cuts to make it so it looks like the same thing, but it's you know it's not because obviously you're not ripping a dude's face off. Yeah, <laughs> but. They go off and do the uh, that, and then there's uh, uh, Bailey gets like like 
disappears also at some point and uh nathan i really like what nathan does because he gets uh, he finds like their the like the killer guy's break room and he finds their cell phones and he he finds uh harper's cell phone and sends their location to her shitty boyfriend and this is one of my favorite things in the movie because they set up this like this thing where you like oh this motherfucker is a piece of shit and then they set it up so it's like Okay, he's a piece of shit, huh? So we're gonna set this up so that he, he he gets the location and he shows up and they just keep going, okay, he's getting closer, he's getting closer, and he wanders in and he gets fucked up. This dude, this is what you're talking about, the sledgehammer. He gets they have all He these, gets like, the gag that they, they set up in the very first scene of the movie. The very first yeah. shot of the movie, they set up this tripwire that you don't know what it's to or why it's happening or yeah. anything. There's no explanation. And then this is yeah. the part where you get to see what that trip wire does. And it was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it shoots, it like triggers like a, like a air pressure gun in, that shoots this giant, like screw bolts into, this, yeah. yeah, into this guy's neck. And then he gets, he smashes his hand. No, he doesn't smash his hand. He drops he, a uh, big cinder block on his hand. Oh yeah. Which is just, brutal man like they don't this is what i really like about this movie when they do that where they just leave enough of that to like you're like uh because they do that and then they uh the the clown fucking slams his head with a the sledgehammer and you're like uh and it's not very i think there's some cg in there too but like they don't linger on it which i like you just let it like you know kind of like just kind of picture what happened and how bad this dude's face got fucked up by this because he swings a fucking sledgehammer full fucking like power into this guy's fucking face and you just go, "Oh, okay. So this guy's face is just fucked up." Um yeah, so then there's uh in your in, in you kind of it's one of those kills where you like you didn't like the motherfucker anyways because he was a fucking like a beats his girlfriend and shit. So you kind of like But it's funny like, how they like put it on its head cuz like you hate him the entire movie but then he's that one extra beacon of hope like the main beacon of hope because he's an outsider coming in to essentially save her save them save her to then beat her because she went somewhere without him or something like that so you know it's not going to end well for her anyways so it's like this weird bittersweet beacon of hope but that was like i don't know it was just like a smart decision by the writers to use that character as the one coming back in, it's just yeah, yeah. Again, it yeah. also it all sets up the uh, the what's gonna happen because you have uh, Harper running around and Harper, like Nathan gets pulled off like, t- and you don't know where he's he's at. And the, Harper's really going through some shit, man. She's uh she's going and she's getting chased. Uh, she goes into his room and like fucking like like glue traps. For like oh rats God. and mice and shit, and is like pulling her hands off, like her the skin of her hands off, which is gnarly. Um, that was such a good also, practical effect too. Like it, yeah, it looked so fucking gnarly. But then in the very next scene, she's just like opening the door and letting her hand rest on the door. I was like, come on, she would be yeah. like doing it with her fingers because that looked so gnarly. It would hurt yeah. forever. And the very yeah. next shot, she's just like casually opening a door. I was like, ah, yeah. yeah, and they they play that back off later on, which is dope. But uh, 
she she ends up Harper ends up in this room, which is like the end of the the maze or whatever. And uh, that's like my they, a they nitpick. It's a, <laughs> my only yeah. nitpick. No, it's fine. <laughs> well, they do, they do an interesting thing, and it's like I don't know if it was necessary, but they have this background of this Harper character where her her dad beat the shit out of her her mom. mom. Yeah. And you go, like, you're getting these flashbacks of her crawling under the bed because that's kind of, like, what she needs to do to, like, get out of this room. And uh, she crawls under and she's having these flashbacks of when her dad beat the shit out of her mom. I think he killed her. I Like, I, they don't really explain it, like, what happened, which is also a good thing. Like, they, you kind of are just kind of guessing because it's just these flashbacks you get where his mom got hit by his her dad um and this is where you have another like you have a very saw like scene because like she get, finds this key gets out of this room and uh this guy is coming after her and like it's this there's a chainsaw wielding guy that, that he's in the movie but doesn't do all that much he's just the chainsaw guy yeah like He's like the guy in every haunted house where that has a chainsaw without the uh, the blade on it, right? Yeah. Or it's just like you know, basically a, a, a engine on this thing going rum, 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 rum. because again, chainsaws are horrifying. But Texas Chainsaw Massacre is really the reason here, right? Yep. Um, and she ends up like taking this motherfucker out with a uh, a shotgun that they have like this. And this is what I was talking about with the like a like like set to go off when the door opened but that wasn't all it just keeps going off and uh he attacks her and then she what does she do she hits him with uh she she pushes his head up into the shotgun range but like she fucks him she fucks up a lot of dudes in this movie but, i mean like but she's the final she, girl she, man like it yeah it's i i saw the movie flip-flop to like knowing that it's the unknown and playing off of that to now we know a a lot more now we've seen the other side of the the antagonists and their plots and behind the scenes and blah 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 and now it's all over the place and then it's switched to a final girl movie instead where now she's like fuck you i've had enough now I'm going to turn yeah. it up to 11 and myself on you and you're going to fucking wish you never met me. And I love yeah. when the the female character gets it, it, that's one of the tropes again. And I love that trope so much. And they did such yeah. a good job with it. And she was yeah. perfect, like perfect. Yeah, it, it, it's like she's not like you're next where she's like that, like big of a badass, yeah. like where she's like setting traps and shit like that. But I'm wrong. She does. Yeah, she does. Come on. But like, she home yeah. alones her own house. Uh, yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, but she is pretty uh, much a badass. Uh, and she uh, she ends up fighting the the uh, the devil guy, and she fucking pokes him in the eye with her uh, the key, which is gnarly. Also, yeah. they do a pretty good practical effect there. Like when they used practical effects and didn't use practical effects in this movie, it was a little odd to me. Um, but I wonder if like things didn't look good and they went back and shot it, like reshot it and added CGI. That's what I'm curious about. I bet you that's what happened. Um, but I don't know. Uh, I, I feel like overall it was all just so such a good movie that those little yeah. downfalls for like, you know, the nitpickiness 
that we're yeah. doing really because it's such a good movie that we're yep. so hyper focusing on the little tiny things yeah. that they didn't do 100 percent because this is yeah. such a good yeah. fucking movie right? yeah i don't want you to like i don't want anyone listening to this think i'm pissed off about it i'm just pointing out because the i i have talked about it plenty of times on this podcast but uh, practical effects are my fucking favorite and oh, when yeah. you don't do practical effects and cg stuff it i'm very picky with it and, and like i can point that shit out and not be mad about it and that's kind of what i'm doing with this movie <laughs> um how does she kill the devil now she fucking she hits him in the uh in the eye with the key and then what does she hit him with she gets him with uh what am I? How does she finish him off? I thought I he was the how one. She finishes him. That was the guy with the. Uh, he comes to get her again, and she pushes him up, and he gets shot by the shotgun. Wasn't that? Wasn't that the chainsaw dude? No, the chainsaw dude is the guy who gets batted in the face by the guy with the bat. Oh, okay, that's what it was. Okay, yeah, because he yeah, there's he came and uh, followed them at the end, and then shot the dude in the yeah. stomach. And then, yeah, he he switched his chainsaw for a gun at one point. Yeah, yeah, and he he gets shot in the, like in the lung. I think is kind of where he got shot. It looked like you. I don't really see, but uh, he did not <laughs> care that that guy had a gun pointed at him. Yeah, he was just like, he, yeah, he's fuck like, it, I'm going up to him with my trusty bat. <laughs> like, yeah, he was a college baseball player, and yeah, uh, so he just fucking whacks his motherfucker in the head with a hammer, and uh, so they go out. Uh, him and Nathan and Harper get out, and they crawl over the fence, and they find uh, the boyfriend's truck, and they get out, and they both like they run into the like ambulances, the police cars, and like they're like she wakes up in the hospital, and you start getting weird flashbacks of uh of her childhood, right, and like her his dad beating his mom and like then she, like before but then like she goes home and opens up like knocks on the door and it's her mom opens it so that's why i thought her mom was actually dead but they don't really explain it right uh, um, see what i thought was uh she's obviously following in her mom's footsteps and has yeah. the abusive boyfriend and probably didn't like the situation got away from it and probably hasn't talked to either one of her parents for a long time and then because of this horrific uh experience that she was just went through she was like i'm well now i don't have to deal with uh being beaten because i've now risen up and now she's going to see her mom to probably be like hey you can too maybe yeah i don't know no because this is why i don't think of that because with the last scene where she wakes after she wakes up in the hospital, that house is pretty fucking empty. What I think happened. Oh, maybe is her that mom is the, dead, and that was her da- dad. She was sleeping yeah, and, and went and hugged her mom because now she's yeah. overcome it. Yeah, yeah, and the dad is in jail for killing her, and she's, yeah, oh, yeah, I know, like that one better. That, yeah, for sure. Yeah, actually, I, I forgot per- that that happened. Uh, in the dream sequence type thing, because then she yeah. woke up after that, and. She just woke up. She's so bandaged up. And then the the nurse comes up and is like, here's your release form. It's like, what? You're not going to like leave her there? Because she, it was a gunshot. Like she got yeah. shot and the rest are really, yeah. you know, like if there's a shot, you're going to be questioned. Got, there's going to be cops there. There's going to yeah. be, you know, like the whole release form thing was just to set it, send it back 
to the release yeah. form they signed, which well, it you know it was it was clean, but again because of the circumstances that was a very yeah. big loophole that I, was kind I, of uh, lazy. <laughs> I wonder. I do wonder though because when they they show the the like the cops like the the place gets set on fire that everything happened by one of the the bad guys, and uh, they. Uh, as they're driving away in the truck, they run into a cop car and uh, like. I I wonder if they like or enough that they told them everything there and that was why that like they they didn't have to do all that shit. I'm not sure, but uh, Nathan was fucking knocked out still because he got shot uh, in the lung or wherever he got shot. Um, this is the only part that I don't like. That was a little odd to me. So like they had like this place burned down. But the one guy that was left, like, took their release forms for some reason. And, like, how did he know the one that was, I guess, maybe because they're, like, I don't know if they would have had their wallets or what. But, like, he uh, he knows who was still alive for some reason well, and he goes knows their back. Names. You, I know, but only because of whatever licenses or whatever. Like, I don't, She said oh, her that's name, the one remember? Thing. Like, oh, I'm Sam. Can you help me, oh, yeah. Rob? Or whatever the yeah. guy's name was, wasn't it Rod? Yeah. Something like that. But it was just a Maybe little weird. Maybe it was Rod. Then, it was I. It was not me. <laughs> I'm innocent. I am innocent. Um. But yeah, then, I like, did like it goes that back because then it's it it leaves you with this like high five moment to the audience yeah. at the end yeah. and the final girl fucking like yeah you know like it's like an eighties throwback fucking yeah yeah like moment well it's yeah it's the the like this guy is a predator and he he underestimates his prey and becomes the prey himself he goes and breaks into her house and she puts that glue shit on the floor again and uh he puts his hand through a nails or whatever like she had put her foot through the nail earlier and then she blows his head off with a shotgun and then we get credits um see we gotta do the final girls on this show because it's like last action hero meets uh yeah slasher films which it is so fucking such a fun movie and yeah i also want to see the last matinee because it's uh, a foreign movie as well uh it's a spanish film so and it's any movie that's set in movie theaters or has anything to do with movies and horror and filmmaking type stuff it just yeah that's where i fucking i just get big boners man like huge boners that need to be <laughs> watched. Okay, need, I'm gonna, time to chop it off, Josh. Yeah, You're getting ch- erections, and I, I, I'm going to chop it off with this samurai sword that I'm holding here, <laughs> that I'm not really holding. Um, yeah, so, like, this movie is tons of fun. It, it is really, like, this is an audience pleaser. Like, you were talking about it be, having, like, a 100% fan oh. score, because this movie is just, like, it's just pure, kind of like, I don't know. I think of things, like, when I see this stuff like this, I think of things like, I don't know of like lately stuff like I kind of think of like uh what is it that movie called with Samara Weaving um Ready or Not yeah. kind of stuff like that it's where like you characters assume that someone is uh uh not weak and, and you know a, a a victim and they're not um and you're next like I mentioned and fuck but like, you're next that's is, the kind of stuff that I was one of those movies that surprised the hell out of me too because i was just like oh i didn't really know what to expect and again that's one of those movies that just high fives you like crazy because it's a final girl movie and it just 
is so satisfying because again it, it plays on that trope that the whole audience is underestimating because the the main victim is just this female and females can yeah. whoa and then it's like fuck you yeah they can boom boom like yeah. oh i love it yeah. so much that's that's why that i always laugh at like what how people used to like try to say that like horror and horror in the 80s especially was just like exploitation but like man that shit was like female empowerment like it was the these strong female characters who last in these situations when dumb horny dudes couldn't you know like and you know stupid people just got out but these this one strong woman one strong smart woman was like nah i'm gonna fuck fuck you guys you can't get you know you can't do this to me and uh it's what happens right like it's why like especially the first couple friday the 13th like where it's like they uh the strong women survive and then they like with like quick thinking like what do you call her number two putting on jason's mom's sweater you know that kind of stuff where it's like you you do stuff that you maybe don't want to do but you do because it's a smart thing and you survive because of it right and that's like this this girl is like going through and like stepping on nails and like barely escaping and get the shit kicked out of her but she's doing what she needs to do to survive and that's really what like this is is like so good survive in these situations right um but then she brings it back too. everything that she uh obviously overly hated about her experience in the maze she then puts in her own house because she knows that that guy's probably going to cut come to her house because she put her fucking address on the release yep. form so then she sets up the glue trap right when you come in to the the nail trap to a shotgun to the yep. face trap boom yep Done. yeah and they do a really good job of that where like the guy looks up to like her mantle and there's like a the shotgun like <laughs> a holder or whatever and it's, and not it's like there. not there <laughs> And he, what does she say? She says she has a good line there at the end when she shoots him, and it's like, yes, it's just like that fist pumping moment, yeah. like you're talking about. Um, yeah, man, I this movie is awesome. It's it's a lot of fun. It, it's what like I love about horror, and I know the same thing with you. And uh, the thing that I, like the CG stuff is, I, I it, it bothers me a little bit, but not really. It's like the thing where it's like, like. It's like when an ice cream sundae, the cherry falls off, and you're just like, "Oh, that's that sucks." But we still get the ice cream sundae with everything else, like just not the cherry being there, which is, is like, it's like you get a ninety nine out of a hundred instead of a hundred, right? Like, but it's so hard to make a perfect movie, man. There's not a lot of perfect movies, and really, have you seen Hackers? Fi- I'm <laughs> yes, yes. I love Hackers, but Hackers is not a perfect movie, Josh. I hate to tell you that. I hate to tell you that. Just like, just like The Room is not a perfect movie. I love The Room, but it is not a perfect movie by any uh, stretch of the words. So, um, yeah, if you have Shutter, go watch this shit. It's fucking dope, especially as we're getting into Halloween season. Uh, now if you've not see seen Hell it, go- House because you keep bringing that up, and the more I look into that, it yeah, it, it does look very similar. Dude, Hell House. Hell House is dope, man. The first one especially is fucking creepy as fuck. This is a it's very um Hell House is very uh very uh like it's got the things where found footage okay. stuff, but like up uh, I I would say like if like stuff like Paranormal Activity and Blair Witch are like, you know, that A tier kind of thing. 
I think Hell House is a very respectable high B tier. Okay. Ver- like it's it's up there. I I don't I've never seen any of the sequels. I think I started the second one, but never watched it. Watched it. Um, but maybe we do that around like you know Halloween time because that's very. Again, it's a haunted house kind of thing that happens, but that is some fucked up shit in that movie. I'm man. so it really excited. Does. We should start. Uh, <laughs> I don't know because like October is just not long enough. I just feel like Dude, I mean, September should be the start of like Halloween shit. I mean, that's it's cool with me. Next week is I don't know when we're recording next week because two we've been recording on Tuesdays. Next Tuesday is my birthday. Uh, oh. I'm an old man next week. Um, but I'll let you know for sure. But, what I'm do you? Thirty-eight. What do you have planned, I'm an old man? Anything special? I don't have anything planned. No, I have nothing planned. I'm trying to figure that out now. I'm really bad at planning things. If we're honest, like yeah, same. I could get shit go- shit going, but here we go. I think my birthday um, is actually on Canadian Thanksgiving this year. Nice, very nice. So you're gonna f- so you're gonna go gobble gobble, motherfucker. Just gobble like, gobble. Uh, Motherfucker, <laughs> gobble, 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 motherfucker! Oh man, I love that movie. I love that movie so much. I'm gonna fucking watch that at Thanksgiving time. I fucking love it. I love Thanksgiving. Um, so do you want to do then? Like, do you want to do the last matinee then next week? Yeah, let's um, do it. Let's do that. So yes, homework. I think, but the last matinee will come out. I think it comes out on Tuesday. Um, so you'll have a couple days, but whatever. We just talk fun about movies anyways so what do you mean it comes out on um tuesday. like the like the streaming releases on tuesday i think oh okay yeah i think so so yeah i have uh, another okay, movie that uh i don't understand like this movie habit looks pretty cool too but that's not a horror movie what is i yeah i don't know what that one is i don't know um okay man well I love your face, Josh. I need to go to bed because I'm tired. But yes, we'll do uh, the 2020 Spanish movie, Last Matinee. We got to get back to some finish off, like do a couple more Japanese movies um, at some point in the near future. I kind of want to like do uh, Tokyo Gore Police. And I also that's a think fun one. because that, that, that's more yeah. like a comedy to me, though. Like, I guess it is. Yeah. I just remember laughing throughout the entire movie just because of the sheer amount of blood in it. But. Yeah, I think I think that I would like to hit that, but like I would like to do uh, one of the like stereotypical Japanese ghost movies, like either like Ringu or I would love to. I because uh, I loved The Ring, and I still haven't seen Ringu, so I'm totally. Let's down. go do that and during. Let's do that during our September two months of horror. Then two months of yeah. horror. It's coined here yeah. first. Probably not. But I mean, we d- every 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 month is horror for us, Josh. Let's be real. No, two, also, two uh, months of Halloween fun times. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, buddy. Next week, then. The last matinee. Woo! I will see you later, you sexy fuck. So I love you, and we love you all. So we'll see everyone next week. And bye! bye!